I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Yeah. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. Slap that like she scored 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here. What's up, boys? I'm feeling I'm feeling like March. It's it's smelling like March. It's feeling like March. Um yeah. my emotions are really feeling like March. There's been buzzer beater galores. I think mm. we had two buzzer beaters today. We had like three yesterday. Tournament tickets have been punched already for some lower conferences. Gonzaga, of course, ran through their conference, punched their ticket. Um, but March is here, man. March is here, and I'm ready to I'm ready to pod again. I'm ready for for the some madness on the podcast, some March madness on this podcast. I know. It's so just Ben, um, last podcast you talked about Texas. You still feel the same way about Texas after today's yeah. performance? Texas basketball. Yes. What did I say last time? You felt strong about them in the tournament. I still feel strong about them in the tournament because they play defense in general. And after being yeah. embarrassed the way they were today, they better come out and win their first round matchup. They are going to be on upset alert, though. They are going to be on upset alert. Shout out to the, to the we talking about sports WhatsApp chat. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Dude, Texas isn't to me. They're they're done. They don't have that that power. They've lost the allure. Right, to pull, in, Texas. To pull in the top recruits from Texas. I mean, a prime example is UTSA. You know, Wally and Marky's alumni and Roland, Mr. Roland24 on Twitter's alumni. I mean, you guys are pulling fucking top star athletes from Texas and getting nationally ranked to where it's Texas UT isn't a funnel anymore for all these big names, man. Uh, Texas State just beat them in baseball, and Texas is Texas mm-hmm. Longhorns are number one. I think, uh, Justin or one of the guys was talking about that in the chat. So uh, that allure, like you said, is gone. I know these guys get uh, scholarships, but shit, I think the last five years tuition has gone up at the University of Texas like crazy, bro. I have some friends that are alumni and that's what they talk about, how it's just it's stupid expensive to to, to go to school there. Hey, they're hiring all these big name coaches, buying out other coaches contracts. That shit costs money. And, you know, the crazier thing is it's not like they're lagging or slacking in the recruiting. If you look at football or basketball, they're in the top five in recruiting. The problem is what do they do with their talent? They're not getting any better out of high school. Development's there, not there. That's a very good point. This is Chris Beard's first year. He got a lot of transfers. The talent is there. It's just that he's not – man, he can't – he's like – He's, he's not like, offensive enough. He, he's like, top, he's like the top Thibodeau of college basketball, bro. Remember Thib's <laughs> problem for the longest time was he couldn't coach offense with them. Yeah. And that's because they have some talented offensive players, Texas. Andrew Jones has been there for a decade, game. bro. Yeah, Andrew Jones. He still got game. but And they got some other guys who got some game. But uh, they just can't seem, like you said, to put together a, a good scheme. Because sometimes in the, in the half court, um, that basketball that they play is not pretty. Um, it's not not easy on the eyes. Sweet 16 um, bow yeah. though, baby. Sweet 16 in my brain. We'll see. And, and we'll talk about that um, a little bit more as we get closer to March. As Ben said, there's a, been a bunch of games on today. Uh, conference tournaments are really kicking off. And like we said, as, as soon as uh, we get to the tourney, we'll be talking a little bit more about it. And we'll probably be doing a little bit of a bracket challenge. Are you guys going to be up for that this year? We should do something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And shout out to the fucking UTRGB uh, basketball squad too, now that we're talking about it so yeah we had a bracket challenge last year through espn we'll run the same uh i don't remember the winner off the top of my head but um we'll look through it and we'll find out all right all right well without further ado let's get through the game plan here that we have up on the screen uh we're coming at you guys with four quarters i'm not listed on here we're gonna have a little bit of an overtime discussion because there's been some news that broke and uh we're it wouldn't be we talking about sports if we didn't talk about it so we're gonna get to that when we get there but without further ado uh so the four quarters that we have up here we're gonna talk a little bit about calvin ridley i'm sure everybody's heard about that in the news by now uh we're gonna dissect it a little bit give our opinion on it uh, Russell Wilson, big name, big mover. Seems like everybody was waiting for Aaron Rodgers to to get uh, signed or to make his decision with Green Bay, and then the 
dominoes start falling a little bit. And Russell Wilson was the, the first big name uh, to get traded. He finds himself in Denver. Uh, third quarter, we're going to talk a little bit about UFC 272. Ben and Justin, they gave their, their predictions on their tap hour. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about what happened there. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the last time that we talked about NBA, we gave a little bit of, uh, a, I guess, some bold predictions, if you will, uh, for the rest of the season. We're going to talk a little bit about that because uh, NBA came back and it, it's still going. And there's a game going on right now between the the Nets and a the 76ers as we're, as we're potting right now. I think Ben Simmons is on the bench for that game. But um, without further ado, are you guys ready to get into this? Yeah, we're going to have to First add a little more into that Russell Wilson. You know, we've had a little bit of more action, so we'll talk about some football stuff in that segment for sure. Yeah, I know I know. Ben's got a relative who might still be crying right now. The NFL is uh, the gift that keeps on giving, uh, whether sure. it's uh, trades or, you know, off the field. As you know, there's it seems to be a big story that breaks every offseason, and here we are. we got we got a pretty big story here. Calvin Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons, as you guys know, he left the team uh, during the season to, to work on his mental health um, and, you know, get things right in the head. All, you know, got to give him his props for, you know, doing that. But while he was gone, he decided to log on um, a little app over here while he was in Miami, I think. And uh, he, he placed a couple of wagers, some parlays. He suspended for a minimum of one year for gambling on games while away from the team. Fair or foul? Uh, what, what do you guys think about this, Ben? I think that these are the worst odds that anybody's ever gambled on. He was getting paid $11 million a year. Now he's getting paid $0 next year. He was already – listen, I already didn't like this guy because I drafted him in two fantasy leagues very right. high, very high, with Justin Jefferson expectations, and then he pulled what he pulled – Whatever I was, I had moved on, and now this comes out that he was just—I mean, did he really have mental issues, or was he just fucking around and wanted to get away from the team? This just puts all that into question. Because how could you say, "Oh, I was away from the team because I needed, you know, to get my mental health back," but you're here gambling on your team, the Pete Rose of the NFL? So I you mean, think it's that bad? You think it's that bad? It's bad, bro. I mean, it, like. Uh, like, I don't want to go, out, like, I, I don't wanna go out and say that he's not going to, let me, let me phrase like, it does he way. get he cut? Could... Does he get cut by the Falcons? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I think he either gets cut or he gets traded, but I, what I wanted to ask you, is it bad? Like in terms of like, it just being a bonehead decision to you? Cause it's pretty black and white. Everybody's been saying when you, when you do your like rookie integration and you know, it's just black and white. Therefore you do not gamble. Are you saying it's stupid from that perspective, or are you talking about, like, integrity of the game type of stuff? No, I'm not talking about integrity of the game. I'm talking about him and the excuse that he was using, the kind of – I don't know. Now I want to put him more in the Ben Simmons, you know, bracket. Not necessarily – before we all thought, like, yo, man, prayers to this dude, you know, hope he gets better. But, fam, you're away from the team and you're gambling on, on sports and – not only that, making parlays and you're putting the Falcons in them, like, bro, you all you can do is question the guy and question whether he was just pulling a Ben Simmons and didn't want to be with that team. Hey, Julio, Julio deuced out. It looks like a rebuild. I want to get the hell out of here, so I'm gonna try and do whatever I can. That's what that has me thinking. I don't I no longer feel sorry for the guy because I mean how 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 like was he going that crazy that he just started gambling on fucking games? Like, come on, bro. And he, and he didn't seem to show any remorse. Uh, Ron, what, what were you about to say? Well, on, on Twitter, he put, uh, uh, learn learn from my L's or learn from taking these L's. And everybody was like, well, L's from the parlay or L's like a life lesson. But no, man, this is, this is the perfect saying for fucking Calvin Ridley's dumbass right now is, how you going to get suspended on your day off? That was what we should be yeah. saying right there. Yeah. This guy, he the, the timeline is he asked for leave from the team due to mental health issues in October. In November, he was already bedding. November. This is bad. I'm just, I'll, I'll keep it at two points right here. This is bad for two reasons. One, this is bad for the sports betting collaboration with the NFL. As you know, Caesars. They're the ones that turned him in, cuz. 
Caesars, DraftKings, you know, this is just, this is the one thing that nobody wanted to happen so soon. If this happened five years, 10 years after the collaboration, ah, that's fine. But this, this, I mean, you just started seeing these promotions with the NFL recently, and now you have a player who's already fucking around with it. You know, a second thing is this is even worse for his career. Because just like Ben said earlier, he didn't produce, which is why I think, like, to Roland's point, he does get cut or he does get traded. So you have a guy who's not producing on the field. He asked for time of leave, and then he's already getting in trouble with the NFL. You don't want to be on the Shields radar. So those are the two main reasons why this is terrible for him as a player and for us gambling fans as well who like to watch the game. Because if we want the NFL to keep, you know, uh, you know, to keep going with all these promotions and all these great collaborations, which are, you know, it's not even legal in some states. We can't have shit like this happen. So so it turns out that it was actually, you know, where he placed the wagers of $1,500 worth that turned him into the NFL, vetted it and turned it into the NFL. The question I ask you all is, does stuff like this stop, you know, states that haven't legalized it yet from legal, legalizing it? Like, does it, is, are these red flags that come up in those meetings or it's not that deep no i don't think it's that deep i think this is just uh, an, an nfl incident this is a, you know an isolated nfl and i think i don't think it has anything to do with you know what a state's going to decide with their their politics in my opinion um i don't think the integrity of the game was at risk here uh, with the stuff that he was doing i saw a twitter video of him on a breakaway uh on a breakaway catch decide to try and run around the defender and people were saying that he was in with the mob or he was down with the mob. <laughs> that compilation uh, came quick bro <laughs> Yeah. And people quick with it on Twitter. But, Justin, uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? Uh, do, do you think it, the penalty is too harsh? Or do you think the NFL's right in sending a message just to, you know, hey, don't fuck around. We're not, we're not playing games here. I think it's a fair penalty. I think it is foul. You ask fair or foul. It's fair penalty, foul on his part, foul for his pockets. This man, you know, a year removed from mental health, probably comes back, has a decent enough year. He's going to get a bag. And receiver bags are pretty hefty nowadays. So you're talking about a $1,500 bet. You probably left $60, $70 million on the table. Potentially. I don't think that's worth it. That's foul on yourself, bro. And I don't see another team picking up a guy like this. I mean, you already have a mental health problem. And now an extra suspension. That's two years removed from the league. You know, speed does go after a while. And that's what Calvin really had there. And the rebuild process that they're having, I think he's going to get moved. If a team does want to take a chance on him, hey, what do you hey, guys? If, let me ask this: so, What do you guys? Fifteen hundred bucks yeah. on a parlay. What if it, if it fucking paid out a million? He was making eleven. But let but me play all. devil's advocate here, though. Let me play devil's advocate <clears> for a moment. What What do you guys say to the people, uh, like in the Brian Flores lawsuit? He's claiming that the owner was offering him one hundred and fifty thousand dollars extra to lose. So they can tank and well, get the players. That's why there's a lawsuit, cuz I know, but that's in that's if that's proven to be true. That owner, I mean, he arguably needs to lose his team. If we're talking about the integrity of the game and you know this the message that they're sending. That's the definitely more one, towards the integrity then, of the game. And then the second one that I want to bring up, and I don't want to get too much into it, but it's I've seen it. What do you say? This is a year's uh, suspension. What do you say to the the people that are saying, well? Uh, the NFL only suspends guys six games for for domestic violence incidents, and, and they're back on the the back on the field on, in some of these instances. Uh, I, I to me, when I look at all of that stuff, I do think it's a little bit of a harsh penalty. I think it's um, sending a message. He's a high profile player. It's the first and, guy too, Robert. and he's yeah. one of the first guys to to have this happen to him. So got to yeah. set an example. That's just, I mean, that saying ain't there for no reason. But I will say, I think he's going to play. Go ahead, Ben. The, these Alabama wide receivers, man, you know, maybe we got to question Nick Saban and the way he's building up these young men's characters. We've had Alabama receivers in the news for a bunch of bad reasons once they get to the league. So, so wanna... my question, though, is with the NFLPA, are they going to accept this ruling? They got to shorten his sentence down, don't you think? I think they're gonna I haven't heard it. anything on that. Yeah, it's the first of its kind. It's the first I, of its kind. I saw the the Pat McAfee show earlier, and he was saying that ever since he came into the league, which we know was a long time ago, 
whether it's he goes whether if you're a rookie a veteran whatever we would have seminars we would have yeah. signs on the wall that said pretty much don't be a fucking idiot don't be a pete rose he, so it's not anything you know new and i think that him being the first one like ben said they're going to set an example they have to start somewhere it's the same thing with the domestic violence i mean we haven't heard of too many domestic case uh, domestic case uh violence cases you know in a while so but remember uh, ray rice wasn't just six games he got like a season two games initially initially it was two games initially after watching the video and then initially, everybody had the backlash it wasn't until we watched the video uh, that the thing changed kareem for, hunt got i don't know how six long games also. for kicking last and, i just want to ask before i forget how do you think that this that it all came out how do you do some some people were saying like he he hit the parlay and the bookie couldn't pay him, so the bookie was like, "Fuck oh. it, I'm just gonna." No, I, I read science. something. I, I read something that he triggered the system uh, with something that he did. Uh, he tried placing he like he was phone, out of right? state or something, and it triggered because he he wasn't in the proper jurisdiction to make the bet. I think it was something along those lines triggered the system. It, it linked back to his email address, and then at that point, like Ben was saying right. earlier, the the website that he was using or the casino. That it was linked to alerted the NFL um, that Calvin Ridley was gambling. Yeah. This takes me. This takes me back to just having this having a good group of people around you, and it's kind of funny to say, but like in the show of Ballers, you know, Ricky Jared has his homeboy who just smokes a lot of weed, and you know, but that guy's there, so Ricky Jared won't fuck up. That guy's there, so Ricky Jared won't do stupid shit like this. Let borrow somebody's email, bro. Create a fucking ghost account. Not, not only that, give uh, them like, just tell them what to do with yeah, them yeah, the money. Them like it's yeah, not bro. hard. It's just bonehead, bro. Bonehead, just bonehead. Shut up and dribble, right? Yeah, in boxing, you can bet on yourself. Really? Put on, yeah, I think so. I think Floyd Mayweather's put the bag on himself before. I'm oh, pretty sure. Well, because if you bet against yourself, there's going to be some red flags. Exactly. So put the bag on yourself. Exactly. And and they're sure that he bet on the Falcons because some what? of them were saying, yeah, he, yeah he, they were included. He bet on them to win, never to lose. Though they were also saying that that's why there couldn't be insider information because who the fuck's going to be betting yeah. on the Falcons? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, like they were really, trash. Yeah. yeah. They yeah were I mean, this. Dude, this was donating. He was donating. I, they were playing Jacksonville that weekend, I think. And oh, I mean, this yeah, guy, he bet at the Hard Rock Sportsbook. Yeah, yeah, this guy could have inside information. Like, you know he's got homies on the team. You know, they could have texted him and said, hey, bro, just so you know, so-and-so's banged up. They ain't going to get a lot of run today. You know, take Jacksonville or take yeah. us or whatever the fuck. Absolutely. Well, yeah. um, does anybody That's why it's fair punishment. Have anything on this too, before we move on? Uh, just well, that he's a dumbass and he might fuck it up for everybody. For From one person that's going to be off the field to another person that will be playing next year, that's uh, none other than the Mr. Russell Wilson, oh, Mr. Seattle himself. Finally, after all of you know the drama that unfolded in the media, uh, starting last offseason, where he you know he was welcoming trades and he uh, threw out that list of teams that he would be welcomed uh, that he would welcome a trade to and waive his no trade clause for, um, and then you know played the season didn't go too well, battled through some injuries on his throwing hand. Um, season wasn't too good for the the Seahawks miss the playoffs finds himself traded to the Broncos we have it up here uh grade the trade what do you guys give the Seahawks what do you guys give the Broncos uh do you think the the Broncos got their guy and they and we can put them in playoff contention or a Super Bowl contention rather because that's why they made this move Justin what, what do you think what, what's your grade for these tra uh, these trades well for the Seahawks I mean everything's you know pending on what they do with those draft picks at in the first round, as it stands right now, I'll give them a D uh, for a what D. they've done. A for D. what they've done since, you know, releasing Bobby Wagner, and the just it looks like it's a rebuild though. for the, the GM at this point. But look uh, at I like where Justin's going. Nah, nah, don't stop him. He's looking at the bigger yeah, picture. Russell they got a bag, thing. but what is the bag? Because it could yeah. be bad. Picks and then it's a really bad trade. He could go so, even worse. So, so that, that D TBD. is it's is, just no. Let me tell the, you something. The greatest D and, and it's TBD because it could get worse. D is the ceiling. Justin, don't ever <laughs> let <laughs> Justin, don't ever let Roland keep you in a box. And then right? no. you get out of that. No, 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 no I'm for not. The Broncos for the Broncos. What's your grade? For the Broncos, it's a B plus. They do receive Russ, and it's uh, exactly what they need. They got a pretty good roster, but the problem is. 
We don't know exactly what Russ is anymore because last year he was kind of checked out, kind of came back early from the injury. He is uh, athletically declining. He was cooking. So I cannot say it's an A for them either. It's the guy they need, the piece they need. Elway's finally got his guy, but I'm only going to label it a B plus. I won't go to the A status because if they got the same Russ that they saw last year, that's not A plus Russ. No, that's, that's not, not let Russ cook. Preach, not good my enough. boy. Preach. This guy needs to be on ESPN talking this shit. <laughs> I don't even want to say anything. I just want to say ditto. That's all I want to say because damn it, Justin. You killed some, it because you killed it. For, what are you thinking, for the Broncos, man, I mean, for the Broncos, this is finally what they've been wanting, right? That, that was always a knock on them. They've gone through 10 quarterbacks since Peyton Manning left, rode off into the sunset. Guys like Trevor Simeon, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, uh, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves, Ben's guy. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's a restricted free agent. So, I mean, if you're going to pay him to stay on the squad, you might as well go get Russ. But um, And he I said mean, that he wanted Russ, uh, he wanted Aaron Rodgers' money. And that's why the Seahawks were like, we're out on this guy. Yeah. I mean, only Aaron Rodgers can get Aaron Rodgers' money. You go and lose him to the 49ers and you still get fucking paid. But I don't know how that happens, but regardless, one Super Bowl it, and you're still getting paid ridiculously. Yeah, dude, just because you have the can't game. even make it to the decade, game anymore. Hey, but there's always that chance. Every hey, year, they just Green Bay just year. wants to be regular season, you know, goats. That's all they care about. They don't care about playoffs. First round by. Yeah, but as far as the Broncos, man, as everybody knows, they have that really young, talented uh, receiver core. Judy was a little banged up last year. Uh, that rookie running back uh, came out of nowhere. He's a solid. Yeah, uh, so I mean the. The pieces are there. You insert that veteran quarterback. Um, I mean, I see why they did it. Do they get more wins this year than last year? You can say yes. Do they have better chance to make the playoffs this year? Yes. They're so, in the loaded AFC West. Yeah, I mean, so they are in the loaded AFC West, but they could still get there, you know, as a wild card. So for the Broncos, you have to give them no less than a B on the trade. Um, yeah. for, the, for the Seahawks, man, they're done. I mean – Texas. They're in the gutter. They're in the gutter. They're in the gutter. They were done. They were done after they didn't, you know, hand off that ball to Marshawn in the Super Bowl. After oh. that play, they were fucking done, bro. And we big facts. Yeah, they've um, been done ever since that point. You're right. Yeah, the the, never been the, the defense same. defense isn't there anymore. Metcalf is great, but now he doesn't have a quarterback to throw to him. Uh, Lockett's just a deep threat. There, it's a running back carousel back there. So the Seahawks are going nowhere fast, and Russ got what he wanted at the end of the day. He wanted to get out of there last year. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't do it. Now he's he's with the Broncos. It's what he wants. He goes from the NFC to the AFC in a stacked division. But regardless of it, it's new life. It's new breath for Russ. And as a quarterback, at the latter part of his career, this is where you want to go. You want to go to a team yeah. that has potential, and it's a perfect fit for him. And – I like that a lot, but, uh, I mean, uh, Ron. I like that a lot. That's a good take. Ben, I have to ask you. I, I want to lead you into your take. W- where do you rank Russell Wilson in, in the AFC West? Is he, the, care- the, is he your second best quarterback in the AFC West? Is he your third best quarterback in the AFC West? Uh, and Leo, Leo's watching, so be careful. Well, I'm, still, I'm still going to put him ahead of Herbert. Um, okay. I'm, I'm still going to put him ahead of Herbert. Um, like – it was fucking beautiful, bro. It was beautiful seeing him get traded. You know, Jose, <laughs> Lias, Leo, uh, Isidro, Izzy. Like, their days were just fucking ruined, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's Ben's new birthday. Be it was fucking amazing, bro. March 8th. Fucking amazing. And then Bobby Wagner gets released after. It's a full rebuild. They're the Texans of the NFC now. Um, I... The, the crazy thing is, the third, you know how they say the third time's a charm. This next year, Mondo might come on here talking his shit. Uh, and might like, act, have, have you know how they say uh, a broken clock is right uh, twice a day or once a day for Mondo, it's once a day. But Mondo might finally not sound like a maniac when he gives his Broncos prediction next year. Definitely gives a Broncos life, you know. He got traded to the Seahawks. We saw some other moves today. You know, he, he's getting welcomed there by, you know, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack from the Chargers pa- going up against Patrick Mahomes. And then, well, the Raiders, I they're think that there was, there. 
I think that there was better options for Russell Wilson. He did use his no trade clause with the Washington Commanders, who we saw were desperate as fuck going and getting Carson Wentz. I mean, let's be honest. If Russell Wilson would have gone to the Commanders, bro, they're they're probably favorites to win the division, if not even with the Cowboys. You're tricking. And, and even if he goes to the Eagles, the same thing. Why you decide to go to that division? Supposedly, he wanted to stay closer to the West Coast. But, I mean, the opportunity, the opportunity, yeah, he exercises no trade clause for the Washington Commanders and the Philadelphia Eagles is what came out after he got traded. So I like the weapons with Denver better than Philadelphia. Well, I mean, the thing about the Eagles is clear. I mean, you're going to have this whole quarterback controversy with fucking Jalen Hurts. There ain't going to be no controversy. That's going to be the guy. Jalen probably would have been in the trade for that, but – for me, yeah. so what were your official grades, Ben? What were your official grades I, for each team? I think I'll agree as a B for the Broncos because I still think that they might be the third best team in that division, um, you know, overall, overall. But and for the Seahawks, I mean, let, let's see what the hell they draft. But you know, they also did this because they traded two of their first round picks for uh, Adams, their safety who plays linebacker and blitzes. So they had to recoup. They didn't have a first-round draft pick this year. Now they do because of this trade. Let's see what they do with it. But honestly, I mean, this isn't the draft for quarterbacks either. So exactly. And next year, your ceiling is Bryce Young. But they did get Drew Lock that high. They did get Drew Lock in the trade. And that that was my question. That was my question for for Justin. Where where do the Seahawks go now, Justin? Quarterback wise. Do you next year, not the year after next, Bryce Young is probably the best available quarterback think, coming I, out. I think they but should you, probably draft Malik Willis. I'd give it a go in the first round with one of their first two draft picks. And well, they only have one, I believe, Roland. Well, like I said, because of that Adams trade. They got well, yeah, but they're not for the same year. So, you, so oh, you guys think that they just try to ride Drew Locke till they can land somebody else? You don't think they try? Probably. To they might be a bridge. Mitch Trubisky? Nah, nah. Supposedly the Giants are after him. Just benefit of there's nobody to to draft this year, and he stood next to Josh Allen, and he looked okay in a Bills uniform. But for me, I give the Broncos an A minus. The only reason why I don't give them an A plus is because Russell Wilson's not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if they would have gone and got an Aaron Rodgers, that's an A plus, and I give them an A minus because I'm still kind of high on Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think his injury and him not wanting to be there this past year really played into his performance towards the end of the year. And I got to give the Broncos extra credit for just having self-awareness because they suck at drafting quarterbacks. Yeah. Just look at who look at who they've drafted. They're like, you know what? We're not even going to try and draft anybody. Let's yeah. not even play this game. Let's, Let's just go and get someone who's established. So, John Elway does not know how to scout talent. Let's make yeah. that clear, at least quarterbacks, because yeah. it, it has not worked out from Brock Osweiler up until now. Just go and trade for your guy. You and know, he was, gave up that position, right? As far as the scouting talents, didn't he yeah. uh, reassign that spot to someone else? Somebody oh, else. It, it must now. have been his son, because it was just. Stupid, <laughs> they're 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 pulling a fucking uh, a Rams and just said, you know what? We're just gonna go get yeah, our. We're just gonna go uh, get our, our guy. guy. Uh, uh, another player who was involved in the trade, who was kind of a low key star for them, kind of had a Noah high Fant. ceiling. Was yeah, it was a Noah Fant. Um, yep. Since Justin, since you threw out his name, is that? I mean, was that like, not a major loss, but is that a key piece that, that the Broncos are losing as far as a weapon for Russ to throw to, or can they go get another tight end, or do they have somebody on the roster already? Well, you know, I think there's like five or six tight ends coming out of this draft that could be at the level of Noah Fant. So giving go. him up wasn't so hard for the Broncos, you know, knowing what's coming out of this draft. Um, unfortunately for the Seahawks, you know, you're getting a pretty nice piece in him. But you're getting Drew Locke to throw to him, so yeah, <laughs> that's the bad part. Drew, can't be too high on Drew Locke. Let, it's just the, the draft class is not that good. Let me spin so. it. Let me spin it for you. Let me spin it. Like, let's say I'm, I'm Leo's, Leo's brain took over my body. So now they add Noah Fant, who is probably their biggest hole on, on offense besides they the always missed a tight end, yeah. Yeah, so now they got Metcalf, they got Lockett, they got Noah Fant, they got Carson for three games and he's healthy. <laughs> and they trade some draft picks and go and get Deshaun Watson. I would do it. 
I mean, I think that's an option. Is that, is that a quick fix? Is that a quick go. fix? I think that's a quick fix. They don't, they don't want to go through the rebuild. I, I say Watson, go who's Watson. already paid, not wouldn't yeah. be getting Rogers' money. He'd be getting one fifty. Is what yeah. he signed but, for. And and that's why that's why you got to give the Seahawks a, a TBD here. I, I can't really give them a grade. I don't want to give them a D. I'm not as negative on the trade as Justin is. I think they got <laughs> what they could for for him. I think they got more than what um detroit or whoever the rep um uh, traded uh matthew stafford they got more than what detroit got <laughs> uh, for their quarterback and it's still yet to be determined here uh, what they do with those draft picks and it's one of those things that russell wilson didn't want to be there anymore and sometimes you just got to part ways um let's see what they do with the, yeah let's see what you do with the draft picks though so i'll give them like a for just to give them a grade like maybe a, a b minus uh c plus probably for me on the seahawks just because the situation sucked all around. So, yeah. Not, not and they good. left the door open, like I said, for an opportunity where they could – Russell Wilson was getting paid big money. Trading yeah. for Deshaun Watson and taking on his contract would be the exact yeah. same thing as having Russell Wilson. So it could be a quick fix. I see if they do it. Carson Wentz, guys. Carson Wentz is still getting traded for. He's still a hot commodity. It seems like the Washington Commanders didn't want him to hit free agency because the Colts had said they were going to cut him. If nobody traded for him, I guess they didn't want Carson Wentz having his pick of the litter and maybe passing them over. So they went ahead and traded two second round picks. I believe it was for Carson yeah. Wentz. What do y'all think? That's as desperate move as you can do for Washington. And he's back in that division that he was familiar with. What do y'all think for Washington? Does it make well, them better? It, it sucks for Washington because when you look at the odds, they really didn't move. For the Super Bowl con contenders, didn't it remain the same? It remained yeah. the same at plus five thousand before. I mean, they didn't get trade. worse. At least it didn't get worse. I think Carson Wentz, when you look at his measurables, what he does in the league, he he threw twenty-seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. It's just that those interceptions come in the worst moments of games, and he has some of the the biggest brain farts that you can have. That you know, you you really got a question of this guy's mental is there to be a you know an all-star or a pro bowl quarterback or the guy that you want in your franchise the redskins they obviously missed out on some other guys like ben was saying uh russ waived his no trade clause didn't didn't end up going to the commanders and they talked about trying to trade for patrick mahomes i don't know how serious that was uh, with the chiefs but they they end up with uh, with carson wentz I got to give props to the Eagles because they got a lot more, I think, for Carson Wentz out of the, the Colts when they traded him first. last offseason. Yeah, so for his trade value to tank that much and to only be able to recoup that if you're the Colts. And the interesting thing for me is the Colts, what did, what do they do from here? Like that's the, the million-dollar question for me. What is the percentage the chance that they get a better quarterback than Carson Wentz to be there. Word team. on the street is Garoppolo is their target. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. That's the Carson word. Wentz or Garoppolo? Jimmy G. Oh, hey, I'll say fucking kill me, bro. Shoot me. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not picking. Don't put me in that position. Hey, bet yes interception and fucking shoot Dude, me, I was, bro. I was all out on Carson Wentz. Like, I, I never, I've never liked him. He played for the Eagles. I was never for Carson Wentz, but I knew I was all out on him when he blew my bet against uh, the Titans this past year when they had no business of losing that game, and he I, he had to have thrown it. So I don't know. That interception oh, in the end zone, you just replayed yeah. on your head, and you're like, how did he manage to throw that interception? I but, mean, yeah, but this is a bad trade for the Commanders. They're just That's getting right. marginally better, and they're having to pay a way bigger salary, a way bigger contract. True, 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 true. Twenty-seven and seven, sure, that's all nice, but in the games that counted, especially that last season game, all they got to do is beat Jacksonville, and they're in the playoffs. What does Carson go do? He drops to the Jaguars, bro. This guy's not worth the money. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not worth it in that trade. The Commanders have messed up here. The, the commanders chose Wentz over Garoppolo because they could have had their pick of the litter. Two second rounders would get you Garoppolo. Um, they I, wanted Wentz over Garoppolo. I mean, some other names that you look at, though, is free agents, free agent quarterbacks around the league. I mean, you're talking guys like Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky. Do you put Carson Wentz above all those three? I think I think I would go Trubisky over Wentz, bro. I'm telling y'all, Mitch Trubisky is gonna have a comeback season. He just mine. He's not gonna be under Matt Nagy and the Bears anymore. And you don't gotta pay him Carson Wentz money. Exactly. There was better options, bro. 
The fucking Steelers better go get Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, bro. and, and like, now I, the I Commanders have gotten rid of Lance Collins today because they can't afford him anymore because they're paying Wentz. Yeah, twenty-two million, Justin. You're gonna go pay Wentz twenty-two million, and you're gonna trade two second-round picks for that? Nah. That no wonder you're changing your name every other fucking year, bro. Come on, get yeah. out of here. They did a, it, but it goes to show that they are dumbasses because that, uh, <laughs> that 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 Dwayne Haskins quarterback fucking deal did not work out either. Or they're taking they selfies with the Dwayne fans Haskins. and the game, the games ain't even over, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get to the, oh, yeah. the UFC main event. Enough third of that quarter, football. third quarter's coming up, baby. Third quarter, yeah. UFC two seventy two recap. Uh, unanimous decision for Kobe Covington 49-46, 50-44, 50-45. Ben, this was a dominant performance. You're talking about just getting mauled for 25 minutes on this. And in the stand-up, somehow Kobe ended up beating Masvidal in the stand-up as well. So I ask you, what's next for Kobe? What's next for Jorge? I don't think that he beat him in the stand-up. He did. He, he outstruck him. Masvidal dropped him, though. No drops. If you look right here, knockdowns, zero. I'm not listening to the nerd who took cell stats, bro. I saw what I saw, bro. Ron, <laughs> were we, Ron, were we not at the top of the Paris Hotel in Vegas with an yeah. iPhone at the center of our table <laughs> with, a, with 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 a Streaming. stream that stream that somebody sent us? You know, I'm not yeah. going to incriminate anybody, but uh, our yeah, our waiter, our happened. waiter was even into this. He's yeah. like, "Oh man, I really wanted to watch this fight tonight." And he'd come and just peek over our shoulders. Yeah, but we rent. told him we we we, hey, we told him the only way you could watch this fucking fight here in the middle of the table is if you keep bringing us glasses of champagne, my boy. So he, he can't, he <laughs> take can't a seat. Flowing. But yeah, we didn't really watch the fight. We were drunk as fuck too. But yeah, we, we could clearly we were drunk, but we could clearly tell that Kobe that Kobe dominated the fight. It wasn't a surprise. The only. The fighter this guy's lost to is arguably the best pound for pound fighter right now. Every George Absolutely. is George is 37. George is 37 years old, guys. We can't forget that. I mean, he was fighting in the back streets of you know Miami Dade County with Kimbo Slice. This guy hit his ceiling. rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Kimbo. Moment of silence. This guy hit his peak already. He's done. He'll be a gatekeeper or maybe do a couple more bad motherfucker belt fights. Uh, there you go. But Kobe's yeah, real deal. Yeah, BMF. Kobe's Kobe's a real deal, man. I, everybody was saying that they knew he was going to win, but George is clearly the fan favorite. I did like how Kobe is. He's either going to go two ways. He's going to go money fights, or he's going to just stay beating the top-ranked guys. He's got to go to the money fight. He called out Poirier. Um, that's just my take on it. You guys are a little bit more of the experts here, but I just I don't think it was much of a surprise. George got a little lucky in the fourth, yeah. uh, but other than that, I mean, we saw George not do well in his previous you know fights either. He had the big you know knee with Askren, but after that, even the, Diaz, even the Diaz fight, you know, he didn't. You know, it only great. got stopped because of the cut in New York. Yeah, if yeah, that's not, anywhere else, that yeah. fight doesn't get stopped. If not, he would have lost. Diaz would have come back for sure. But I agree with Ron. What's next for Masvidal is those BMF fights. You know, maybe he gets a fight against Connor. You know, when Connor comes back, or maybe he fights the second fight against Diaz. Maybe against Nick. Um, but it, definitely, he's not fighting top ranked guys anymore. And for Colby, I think that's why he called out Poirier because he. I like the Poirier. Team. Yeah, it it won't happen. It won't happen, but it's a good use of your mic time. Yeah, definitely. Good. And good. He, it's not like he's never been bad on the mic. He's usually pretty witty. Uh, he can come up. And with there's some history ways. there too. Yeah, there's it was it was tacky out. the way he brought in the kids and the wife and all that. But I think he did that because he knows that he doesn't have that trilogy as fast as he wants it with Kamara Usman. He's lost twice to Usman in the last what two years. I don't think that he thinks that they give him that trilogy fight, you know, off of this win. So there definitely is other things on his horizon besides Usman, I think. He definitely fights somebody else before Usman. I'd love to see him fight the winner of Hazmat and Gilbert Burns. Um, would love that. But I think that they're gonna if 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 come shot beats Gilbert Burns, they're probably gonna give him a title shot. But so, I think that would get Colby. And there's also Luke also, K and Bilal to worry about too. That's going to get a title shot too. Like if Bilal beats Luke, Colby will 100% sign up to fight Bilal Muhammad in yeah, a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat, because it would be a win against another top three guy, and then boom, all right, title shot. Yeah. I have a question for you guys: Is Colby Covington versus Dustin Poirier maybe the biggest fight in MMA next? 
Because what kind of other fights have bad blood mm. like that that get you excited? Is that the next biggest fight that UFC can promote? That's why I said I liked the call out because there's substance behind it. They have history. Yeah. There's something that they can really build off. You of, could promote you know, make that, all those right? Promotions, you know, make all the interview videos talking about how they used to train together and all of this stuff. And but that uh, just happened. And, and, it kind of played out. And they're at nah, the opposite, I don't think so. Oh, I think there's, there's a, a good one. Yeah, and there's they're at yeah. the opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of. Di- there are different weight uh, classes. Though. Yeah, I know. Different weight classes. What weight classes is happening? At one seventy because Dustin. Corey has teased going up already. already He's been saying bulking season. Yeah. We already we've already seen the line too. Colby would be a huge favorite. I think rightfully so. You see him lined up around what was it? The the minus four hundred opening line. Yeah, minus four hundred opening line on that. I don't think so, bro. Like, how are you gonna diss Poirier like that? I've but, been I've been a Poirier hater. But hey, Poirier's got some fucking power. He's not a, but he's not a one seventy or five. He's a one fifty five. I think it gets worse. Good. In fact, I think he'll ragdoll Poirier even worse than he did Masvidal. Masvidal's a bigger man. Or I could yeah, potentially pause. see, um, I could no, potentially see a fight with um, Cosmod if he beats Burns. I think if they don't give Cosmod the, the championship fight, I think Colby and Cosmod would be a good fight because Colby's already said or made some comments about him that I think they could build yeah. off of. Too. Oh, he he would kill him in press conferences, and then we'd all just be waiting to see what happens when they lock the cage. I think that would be the next biggest fight. To y'all's to to y'all's point, like I think. Kobe needs to. Kobe is chasing fights where he's the one A. He's the A side of the card. Masvidal got paid more in this fight than Kobe did because he got pay per view points. You know, mm-hmm. Kobe. Kobe doesn't want to be the B side anymore. He wants to be the A side. So yeah. all these fights, all these fights are good for the for the true UFC fans. But how you guys said or Ben said, somebody said it at the very beginning. What what gets him paid? What, what what's what's the next big super fight? I think Justin said. And with Poirier, get, that's the or, yeah, super fight. fight. To, to get the fight. casual fan to get yeah, you know, sure. the pay per view buys. Yep. It, it, I think that that's kind of where the UFC is headed now, man. To to guys like you know you three up here, you guys want to see you know number one versus number two, and you know all these technical fights and the styles mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But has in a bigger picture, has the UFC changed from that? Because I mean, now it's kind of just who has mic skills, and it's like a WWE kind of yeah. kind of vibe. Well, here's the thing with the UFC right now, Ron, and you're bringing up a good point. But right now, they're champions. If you look at the champions of each division, they're not necessarily the stars of that division. You go to you go to lightweight, you probably think you know Chucky Olives is not the star of the division. He's just the champion. People still want to see Connor. You go to welterweight, Usman's the champion, but people talk about George Masvidal because of that flash in the pan. So yeah. these fights are definitely bigger than the ones and twos, and especially for the casual fan. And it's matchmaking at the end of the day. You know, you got to put together two guys that are going to put make a good show and put on a, a good show for the, the fans at the end of the day. Yes, there's ones and twos are going to have to happen, but at the end, of, it's matchmaking to me. And that's why the other guy I didn't get to talk about, but I want to say Masvidal, I think the one that makes the most sense for him is Connor. I, I think it's a similar fight. I said in one of our group yeah. chats, it's a similar fight for Connor as the Cowboy fight. You get a guy who's been getting beat up a little bit, a guy who's beatable, you know, um, a nice little comeback fight for you. And I think and a guy who's willing to two. stand with you and not just take you down and wear you yeah. out. Because yeah. Masvidal doesn't want to go down. Masvidal doesn't want to get on the ground. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's a logical fight. It would do numbers in terms of pay-per-view. Um, yeah, you compare that. that with Colby and and uh, Dustin. But if you're Harvey. but if you're Connor, if you're Connor, you're like fuck. It's gonna be my first fight back. If this guy randomly catches me and I get dropped again, damn, <laughs> where the fuck do I go yeah, from here? Yeah. You know. So I mean, yeah. it, I mean, we think like, oh, skill wise, Connor, and and that's the thing about George is his skill set isn't there. Like he was getting out boxed. I feel yeah. like by Colby Covington. Uh, Colby landed more strikes. Uh, I'm sorry, more jabs better to the body um so it's it's it'd be a scary fight. yeah it'd be it'd be a scary fight uh for connor to come back but it would be exciting to see in the papers justin you talked about it a little bit you, you mentioned the word trilogy is that something you would look into again as a fan is that something you would you would buy into again the trilogy with usman at one point if if uh you know colby did his thing and def- maybe uh defended the gate one more time yeah i think so um, usman uh on the he was up front, you know, in the fight. They asked him about the thing. He said, "You know what? What he did tonight, he earned a shot, a third shot." And Colby all week was talking about, "I still got unfinished business with him because if you ask the internet, 
I took rounds from this man. They say I took three rounds from this last fight, which I think he really did. But at the same time, I'm like, you just didn't do enough to take the title from the man. But you did take rounds off this guy. And he's one of the only uh, guys who have done that. I mean, Burns, you can say, did the first round, but then he gets not stopped in the second round. So you, he's not at the equal that Covington is to Usman. So if you want to talk about equals, Covington's the closest you can get as far as equal to Usman. Yeah, and taking rounds, like you said, it was like this recent fight, the Whitaker versus uh, the Stylebender fight. A lot yes, of people from, thought, exactly I mean, like that. A lot of people thought, hey, Whitaker probably took at least three rounds. He should have won the fight, but he just didn't do enough to beat the champion. I think it's That's exactly that. Yeah. He took and three it, rounds, but just not enough damage. Yeah, man. And so Kobe does have a point for for the trilogy. And if Usman is being honest with himself, I mean, who the fuck else is Usman going to fight? He's going to roll through everybody else. Yeah. This is oh, Kobe did talk about this week uh, possible moving up to 185 to get Adesanya, but Dana didn't really want him to move up. I think Dana would rather ha- have him move down because Kobe doesn't cut much weight to get to 170. So in reality, he could be a 155er, and who knows what Kobe does in that division. But would you just, like to see him against Islam, a guy who said that uh, he? Would I would Kobe love to out. see that wrestling versus you know uh, combat sambo. I would like to see that. I still think uh, with the technique that Kobe has, I think he would beat Usman in the wrestling. Okay. Yeah. That was a pretty good uh, third quarter there, boys. I like that third quarter. All right. Well, let's, it's time to throw up the fours. We're, oh, we're, going, we're, we're going into the fourth quarter. That was a good one. UFC 272 was an exciting card. We didn't even talk about the other fights that went on. Uh, that That's how impressive this Kobe uh, Covington yeah. performance was. Um, let's go on uh, to the fourth quarter, though. Like we said uh, in the breakdown, we gave some predictions at the All-Star break. We gave we some did. predictions. There were some moves that were made. Um, I think at the time that we did the podcast, the James Harden trade had just been made. Uh, he had just landed with the 76ers. Uh, ben, Ron, and myself gave some bold predictions, uh, as you guys see up here on the screen, for those of you guys that are watching on YouTube or on Facebook. Ben, his bold prediction was he was saying the Lakers were going to miss the playoffs. Uh, maybe that means they make the play-in, but they don't win the play-in, and they still miss the playoffs. Ron, his bold prediction was the Bulls were going to win the East once they got healthy, once they get back Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. Uh, Caruso, I think, was just cleared to come back. So that that's one guy that's coming back for the Bulls. And my bold prediction was I was buying in on this James Harden trade uh, right away uh, mm-hmm. with um, the trade over to Philadelphia. And I said the 76ers were going to come out of the East – I'm going to kick things off. I like my prediction. I, I like the way the, the Knicks, I mean, the, the 76ers have looked in the couple of games uh, since they've gotten James Harden. I think him and Embiid play well off of each other. Um, I saw a lot of people saying when the trade happened, oh. Don't say it. Don't look say at, it. Look at, how, look at how James Harden played with Dwight Howard. Look at how he played oh. when um, um, Dwight Howard was in, in Houston, a, a post that dominated the paint. He didn't play well. I think – that comparison is like apples and oranges. You can't compare Dwight Howard to Joel Embiid, two different animals. Embiid is a lot more skilled uh, than Dwight Howard was. And this pairing works for me. I like it. Justin, you didn't give a prediction, but I want your take on, on my bold prediction here. Do you like the 76ers coming out of the East? Are you strong on them, but maybe not as strong as, as I was with my take? I'm, I'm stronger on the 76ers because of the trade, but I'm not strong enough to say that they come out of the East. I still think at the end of the day, um, it's going to go through Brooklyn. No, you still got, you still got Brooklyn and Kyrie. Yes, I still got Brooklyn. Though, even though Kyrie can, cannot play in Brooklyn. Yeah, because guess what? The they're going to be playing their games away because they're going to come in as like a seventh, sixth seed. So the majority of their games are going to have Kyrie available. So then when it's a five or seven game, or seven game series, what, what what are they going to do in Brooklyn? He's just not he's he's not going to play half the game. We'll see what happens if they if the governor decides to or the actually it's like a city restriction to see if they um uplift that and change that because we are seeing COVID protocols changing daily. True. So. And, and Ron, let, I want to ask you, what do you think about my take? And I'll let you lead into yours and and give your your little recap on on your Bulls to come out of the no, East. Do you, you like the Sixers? Dude, you fucking hit it right. I mean, you hit the 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 nail right on the head with a hammer, man. I mean, the, the Sixers are eight and two in their last ten. I I thought you were gonna say when when they talked about Harden or when you were talking about Harden, 
and Embiid comparison with Shaq and Kobe. Oh, no, no. I'm not ready to go there. I'm not saying yeah. that. They are a fun duo to watch, yeah. though. They really yeah. are, but no, not he, there yet. Somebody made that comparison, and Shaq put it to bed real quick, which I yeah. think 99% of the other basketball fans did as well. But um, you were right on it. I mean, they're at they're 40 and 24. They're two and a half games back of the Heat, half game back of the Bucks, who have been playing lights out as well. Eight and two in their last 10. Um, you know, mine was the Bulls. They're still right there. They're three and a half games back. Um, they're 40 and 26. So, I mean, the top, I mean, then you have the Celtics coming out of nowhere. They're eight and two in their last 10 as well. But to touch on the Bulls, DeRozan, I, we were talking about how he was putting up, you know, he was doing things that MJ had only done in Chicago and he's continuing to do them. He dropped 34 last night. This guy's carrying the Bulls on his back. They still have young players like Colby White who are good pieces there. When they're fully healthy, be, you know, be on the lookout for these guys. Um, and it's just, I mean, the Heat, I, I man, dude, they're, they're still in first place. They got rolled on by the uh, Chris Paul-less, you know, Sons. Uh, Sons last night. So I, I think the Heat digress. They didn't, uh, Jimmy Butler didn't play, but even then, I, I think the Heat digress out of these top five teams, four or five teams in the East. And dude, I've been watching the Bucks play, man. These guys, I don't know. They're they're still very, very scary. Yep. They put up a lot of points. Giannis is a fucking star. They still got Giannis. It's, it's crazy, man. But they still uh, look like champs. They still look like champs. So yeah. Roland's prediction looks good. 76ers win the East. Mine is still there. Benz is there as ah. well. The, the Lakers are ninth currently in the West. They're 28 and 37, 30, uh, 24 and a half games back of first place, and they're two and eight in their last 10. So, Ben, let us know. We, me and Roland uh, I mean, already covered ours. Read the eulogy. We'll read let, the eulogy. Yeah, we'll let you go, and then Justin can can, can ah, cap right. us off here. Are you I reading the eulogy right now? No, I'm not going to do all that. I don't want to pat myself on the back because I honestly don't think it was that hard to call, bro. I mean, I, like, I don't even want to say I look like a genius, but, they, I mean, they were sitting in, like, the eighth seed, seventh seed. They did have AD back at the moment when, when we made these predictions, mm-hmm. but I just – it's it's – we we said it preseason like if this was 2011, you know 2012, all right. But fam, we're in 2022 and these guys just, you know, they ain't gonna get it done. And I don't, I think that in a one game play-in, I think I got them losing to the Pelicans. I'll change my prediction to that. They won't even make the playoff play-in game. They'll just they'll lose they'll lose to the Pels. You know who the winner of the uh, nine and ten seed. The Lakers are currently the nine. The Pelicans are the ten. They play each other, and then they play the winner of the eight and seven seed. So I don't even think the Lakers get the opportunity to play the winner of the eight and seven. I got them losing to the Pels. You know, with a healthy Ingram and a healthy CJ McCollum, I think that the Pelicans can beat the beat the Lakers on one given night. So it's honestly like we saw it, bro. It's just how optimistic you were going to be about it. Um, you know, I had a buddy who's a Lakers fan that said they should just shut LeBron down for the season. That's where he's at. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's he's pretty much saying fuck the playing also. Yeah. Uh, but he's saying they should just shut LeBron down because this season's a wash. Your yeah. squad. Ben, Justin, you're the, the, you're the Lakers well, correspondent, Justin. That, I that's why they're saying – that, that's what they're saying it wrong because the Rockets just beat the Lakers last night. I was going to say, the worst team in the league right here at 17 what – uh, what's their record? 17 and 49. Two and eight in their last 10. And one of those fucking wins was against the Lakers. Yeah. And the Lakers have lost to the Trailblazers too. This is a team that they yeah. lose to bad teams. Now we lost to the Pelicans, who's going to be the playing game more than likely. So, yeah. put Justin, the bullet, what's going on? Put, yeah. Put, put the bullet in. Uh, in Where's your put, mental put at? In your mouth right now. You know, the Where's banana boat team, like? they're they're good when they're hanging out, but the chemistry is not there on the court. You can tell. Um, I don't agree necessarily with shutting down LeBron. He's still putting up thirty point games. He's still playing still fantastic ball. So don't don't shut him down. But seven years. Old. I mean, I thought by now, you know, three quarters of the season done, we would at least seen Trevor Ariza a little bit on the court. He's still DMP, you know. So it's just not looking good for us. Last night we gave it our all fourth quarter to tie it up. Didn't do enough to push to win the game. We have to go to overtime. And in overtime, it was the primo, not primo. It was the uh, Josh J- uh, Green show, the Green show, and seven zero run by him. He took over, and you could just see it with LeBron and Russ. They don't have the tank anymore for that overtime play. They just didn't, and it was, I mean, they Houston took over, and 
for us as competitors. At that point, I kind of just know, like, even with AD, I don't think we're winning that game either way. So it's not a good look. Do you have a, a bold prediction yourself, Justin, or do you want to double down on anything that's up on the screen? Um, I just the the only thing I don't like on the screen, and I don't want to double down because Ron's already conceded that the Bulls won't go through. It's going to be the 76ers, although the 76ers are getting cooked by 20 points to, to just, Brooklyn. Yeah, 21. I'm not even watching the game. I just don't like the Bulls. I never did preseason. I've said they were too small at three and four to win in the playoffs. And I'm still going to contend with that, that they're too small at three and four to be a real uh, contender in the East. Yeah, and, and they, within a they, blink they of an eye, the East turns into the conference to be. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah the Bulls the, do lack a little bit of that physicality. But, yeah, to your point, 72-51 to 51 halftime score for Nets and the Sixers. Durant's leading with 18 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 dimes. Then you have Embiid on the other side with 21 points and 8 rebounds. Wish, Shout out uh, to Ben Simmons. He's got a kangaroo uh, chess piece going on right now. It looks sick. Nice. Uh, We're never shouting out Ben Simmons ever again on this podcast. <laughs> no that was our one and only. I used the only, one and only we had for him. Uh, After that, he gets no more shout out. I wish you wouldn't have, but since it's you, we're going to I had to burn it. I mean, at some point, we had to burn it. Bro, where is Kyrie after that 50 piece? Six for 10, four for. Oh, Kyrie had 16. So, yeah, yeah, he's, he's been cooking. He's getting his numbers. He's getting his numbers. Yeah. All, All right, right, let's get into this overtime. Up? All right, we talked about it. We teased it. It wasn't up on the screen, but we have overtime for you guys. Baseball is back. Woo! They've agreed. Yes. The MLBPA and the MLB have agreed to a preliminary deal. Um, things look like they're going to get back on track, and that was after word of they were getting ready to cancel more games. So I guess that uh, got people motivated to, to get a deal done. You guys excited for this? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just right on point, right on target, MLB's back. And what do you hear already? Yankees making a move for Freddie Freeman, the freaking vultures that the Yankees are. Well, I'm they sure man, are they don't Korea sleep. Too. They were just waiting for it to come back, and they're on it. Yeah, I wonder it what don't matter. Doing. It don't matter, bro. Look, look, look at their roster. Look at everything the Yankees did last year. No, look I at, agree, Ron. I'm just saying it's their style. It's just yeah. what they do. This is the same old Yankees. Every year you hear murderers row, murderers row, murderers row, and dude, these guys are striking out left and right. I mean, Gary, Gary they get there, Cole, they get their pay, and Coltrane they're just chilling. Coltrane is like, you know, fuck, he's stuck on the track somewhere. Like, you know, it's just typical Yankees, bro. They're done. They'll never have another dynasty year like they had. They're gonna be sitting at twenty-seven or. 26 championships for a while. It's it's good to hear that baseball's back, though. I thought we were going to have to go back to KBO. <laughs> you know. Overnight baseball betting the, the with BTB. The Lions, yeah. Um, the Dragons but, or some shit. Yeah, crazy teams, but I'm glad baseball's back. This does mean Carlos Correa will not no longer be an Astro probably the next month. You know, he'll find himself a new team. The Tigers? So. Are we thinking the Tigers? Yeah, let's. Where do y'all think Carlos Correa lands? Uh, Detroit. Let, let's make a little prediction, and um, we can go back and see where where he ends up landing. I'll go Detroit or New York. New York. Wow. Detroit or New York. Yeah, I, I go Detroit. I'll go. Uh, who Who's the Braves shortstop? Oh, they have that stud, way fucking. Um, I thought Acuna. 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 He's second. No, no, not Acuna. Fuck's his name. I think he'll end oh up with God. the Braves. He goes with the oh, Braves. no, they got um, Dansby Swanson. Is he still their shortstop? Nah, hell, all right, yeah. Well, Orlando he's going to end up there. That Orlando is Dansby. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, I got Dansby Correa to the Braves. Like a white guy with well, I'm ready for some day baseball. That's oh, all I yes, say. sir. I'm ready for oh, some yeah. day baseball. That's yeah. all I got to say. Oh, yeah. I'm, ready. I'm ready for the first five uh, unders and – Score first and you know all those fun baseball bets, man. That's what I'm no, no score first inning. No score. And with first baseball inning. being back, we're seeing a lot of networks fighting over programming. You got Apple TV for Friday nights. They're going to be putting on double headers on Friday nights. You got Peacock uh, entering their, you know, and those games for Apple in. TV. Those games for Apple TV, they're going to be exclusive on Apple TV. You're not going to be able to watch them anywhere else, right? Like not on the MLB app if you have that. You'll need the Apple TV subscription. That's clutch for Apple TV. And they're getting into sports heavy. That's all I got to say. They're getting into sports heavy. They're making a big deal for NFL Sunday ticket. They're making a push. Who was this? Who's this? Apple Apple. TV. 
Apple. It's their, their their streaming service. They put on shows and movies, all Apple branded. I got, I got I a boy. Go Ted Lasso and all that. I, I, I got, got a go boy who gets his links. Uh, yeah, we'll have links. You know how it goes. Going back to the Korea situation, bro. Don't sleep on the Dodgers. They did get rid of Seager. They did get rid of Seager. They did get rid of Seager, which was he signed a huge contract. He's the Dodgers' daddy. He can't yeah. go play for Trey them. Turner, never go play Trey them. Turner. Trey Turner is there, but he's a he's a free agent at the end of the at the end of the season. So you add somebody else there. You add another bat. I mean. Bro, I would hate it, man. I don't. Man. I don't want to even think about it, Ron. And they have that would make me. That would make me turn on Korea like I turned on LeBron, bro. I would yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would have root for Korea. It would. I would. I would turn I would on him too. If he goes to the Dodgers or the Yankees, I know what chambos. You're not even rasa anymore, bro. Yeah. The the teams that have the. I mean, most I couldn't blame him for the Yankees, though. I mean, the Yankees nah, giving him a big bag. It's not the Yankees aren't as bad as if he goes yeah, to the Dodgers. They're yeah, not even pissed. Yeah, the Dodgers. I would be mad. Would I know Ron's hoping he's going to the Dodgers right now. They're the Dodgers of the East Coast. No, I don't. Shit. Hopefully, he doesn't come to the Dodgers because I don't want his cheating bitch ass with us. Ah. I hope he chases the money and chases the fame and the stardom and goes to the Yankees and he just like falls straight on his ass out there and they don't win. Uh, uh, but if he's smart, he goes to the Tigers and he's the main guy there. If puts he's his smart, team on his back. And if he's or if he's smart, he goes to a team like the Cubs. Who, he who stays with the Astros if he's smart. Astros if he's smart, exactly. He takes that hometown pay cut. Got to take that hometown pay cut. Cause don't have a good sellout, track record of paying people. Correa's a sellout. He's over here. They wanted to be this. That's how we lost Carlos Beltran back in the day to the Mets. He's got to be the Timmy D of baseball. He's got to just take that pay cut for. He's a sellout, bro. He's out here. Put on sometimes. He's marrying out the race. So. Well, we got baseball. <laughs> he's marrying outside the race. <laughs> no, he's that not. was hardcore. It's chicks from Laredo and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's her Puerto Rican or whatever. Her, her, her dad's a Santa and shit. Let's not go there. Let's... All right, Roland. I think we got a little something to plug right now. Yeah, um, if you guys are listening to, to us right now, uh, we got a little uh, treat. We plugged it a little bit on Twitter and on social media throughout the week. Uh, we, we talking about sports. I'm not saying we're getting into like the interview space, but we, we do have a little bit of an we have an interview. I guess that's what I want to say. We interviewed somebody. Uh, we always talk about the lines here. It's not a gambling podcast, but as you guys know, we had our super contest. We uh, bet the NFL spreads each week, and we, we usually talk about that. So we, we interviewed somebody uh, that's in that space. Uh, ben, is there anything else you want to add to that? No, just it was, it was a good interview into, into like, you know, somebody who's a professional better and does yeah, that for a living. Yeah. So it's ch- uh, look out for it. It's about 20, 20 25 minutes long. Um, and it's right before March Madness. There's some March Madness tips in there as well. If you're somebody who plays and, and is looking to – or even just filling out your bracket. I mean, he gave us some dark horses. He gave us some teams who – he thinks are on upset alert, so it's an insightful interview, and and I think it'll educate anybody who who listens yeah. to it. We're not All a right. betting we're not a betting show because we're in Texas, so yeah, you know we don't. And we, we have a betting sponsor at one point, yeah. but we're not a betting show. Yeah, we're not a betting show, guys. We we bet we bet for tokens, you know, and coins. But <laughs> it's all hypothetical. It's all yeah, hypothetical. It's all betting hypothetical. for respect. But if you don't watch any other show or if, uh, of ours or whatever, if you don't fuck with us. Just fuck with this one. Fuck with this next, you know, show that 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 Justin and Roland and Ben, primarily Roland, who reached out and this person yeah. that we're talking Thank about, you, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna give it away. But sh- shout out to him for taking the time to chill yeah, with yeah, you know four guys, four guys from the RGV from the nine five six who don't have a massive following the way that he does and have you know have no our credibility is no near this guy so. First and foremost, thank you to him. Uh, Roland does have you know somewhat of a relationship you know with him, and he even takes the time to talk to Roland. You know, so Roland, yeah. thank you for doing that. You know, for us, for the we talking about sports team. So um, definitely, if you, like sport, yeah. if you like to bet, this is the one that you're going to want to watch. Hopefully, we can run a promo for it. If we don't, we're telling you now. It will be soon. Is there is there a date, guys? Or is there a time? Or are we just kind of like coming? It's coming I think soon? We, we're going to stagger it with the release of this podcast. We might release it before Ooh. or a little, a little bit after twofer. this podcast. A little, a little twofer. twofer this week. A little twofer. Two-piece. Um, 
Because like Ben said, there's a lot of March Madness tidbits in there. And this guy, mm. like Ben said, he does it for a living. That He lives, mm. breathes, and sleeps. He has clients that he, that he works for and does this stuff for. So definitely more on the, I guess, sports investing side. Because this guy does, he wins a lot. So I would definitely yeah. tune in to this interview. And thank you again for, for sitting down with us. Yeah, you might want to cue this interview up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's fucking... Uh, this guy's living my dream right now, like just to be a professional better, not having, <laughs> not fucking have a nine to five, go to Vegas when I want, like just do. Yeah, awesome. work from home. Yeah, but yeah, do you guys got anything else to add? It's been a good podcast. It has, man. Yeah. It was good to be back with the boys. Like we were saying at the top of the show, it's been a while. Follow us if you don't like to see our ugly faces. Go to Apple Podcasts. You can just hear oh, yeah. our stupid voices <laughs> but regardless <laughs> regardless of it thank you for the follows thank you for the subscriptions we love you guys we appreciate all the love and hello my boys man it's march yeah, it's march the madness has begun tune in to some of these games even if you're not a college basketball watcher i guarantee you you will be entertained uh, villanova 63 st john 62 with two minutes left like everything is competitive everything is is a roller coaster. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy March is here. Before I used to look forward to March for spring breaks. Now it's from March Madness. <laughs> the palette yeah, is plus, changing. Yeah, plus it's been kind of cold to go to the beach with the 18 year olds anyway. So, <laughs> so <hot. laughs> no, I mean, all right. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, back in the day. Hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> At least you said 18, bro. Like, shit. All right, we'll end on right. that note, guys. Talk to you guys Good soon. Good show, boys. Good show. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Yes. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. Slap that like she scored 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here.